Thus it was written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations. You are witnesses of these things. What does it mean for us to be a witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Now, I was at a correctional facility just a few weeks ago, and I met a young woman there. Now, I had gone in, actually, to do a word and communion service, and um, they make the announcement, and she was the only one who, who came forward that morning, and so I asked her if she would like me to, to do the service or if it would be better if we just sat and, and talked and prayed together, and she opted for the latter, so we, uh, we sat and visited a little bit. And as we talked, she began to tell me her life story. She told me that she grew up without a father. Her dad was in jail, in and out of jail, for most of her childhood and adult life. And her mother was ill with a debilitating illness and was not able to provide a lot of care for her. So she said, I really had to learn to take care of myself. And she had developed over her life an addiction to methamphetamines, and so she was in and out of jail frequently uh, throughout her young adult life. And she looked me in the eye at one point and asked me this question. She said, Father, what do I have to do to be saved? And I realized in that moment that it was an opportunity for me to witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so I asked her a couple of questions. I asked her if she knew Jesus, and she said she did. And I asked her if she believed that Jesus died for her sins and rose from the dead, and she said she did believe that. And so we talked about our faith, and we talked about how she might take that belief that she had and go forward in her life with it. She was ready to accept Jesus Christ into her heart, and she needed what only Jesus was able to give her, and that was freedom freedom from the darkness of her early life, freedom from the drugs, freedom from incarceration, she realized that Jesus was the answer to those problems in her life. Well, in our gospel this morning, Jesus appears in the midst of the disciples, and he finds them startled and terrified. They're still not quite sure what to believe about this idea of the resurrection. And so Jesus says those beautiful words, peace be with you. Just relax, it's me. Jesus wants to break down the things in my life and in your life that keep us from proclaiming that he is the risen Lord. And the first question he asks his disciples in our gospel this morning is, why are you troubled? What's bothering you? What's the matter? Jesus came to conquer fear in our lives. Fear keeps us from moving forward. Fear can paralyze us and keep us stuck in unhealthy patterns of thinking and acting. Fear is Satan's toy. It's one of his greatest weapons. Whenever we feel ourselves feeling very afraid and very worried, we can be very certain that Satan is sitting on the sidelines with a big smile on his face. He loves to keep us afraid because that keeps us from moving forward with our plans and the plans that God has for us. So how does fear operate in my life and in your life? 
In what areas am I afraid? How do I combat or control fear so as to live in the light of Christ? Those are good questions for us to ask ourselves this week as we go forward. Well, the second thing Jesus says is, why do questions arise in your hearts? What is it that you need to know? And so Jesus immediately proves who he is by showing them his hands and his feet. It's me. It's Jesus. It's the same one you knew, but now risen from the dead. He invites them to examine his hands and feet as proof. What do you and I need as proof this morning? How does the risen Christ manifest himself in our lives, in our day and age? What keeps us from believing completely in the power of the resurrection? Well, finally, Jesus begins to open the scriptures for them, and he shows them how in the Old Testament it was prophesied that these things would happen and how he's the fulfillment of those Old Testament prophecies. Jesus speaks to us this morning and every day of our lives through his word, when we hear it proclaimed here at Mass, and when we read it in our own scriptures at home. Jesus is present in that word very powerfully. All that the Father promised is set forth in sacred scriptures in the Old Testament and fulfilled by Jesus Christ in the New Testament. And Jesus speaks to us not only collectively, as he does this morning, but also individually, right into our hearts, those words come. Well, where do we meet the risen Christ in our lives today? Where is he present that you and I might touch him or be touched by him? Where do we meet the resurrected Jesus. Well, I would submit to you one of the most powerful encounters we have of the risen Christ is when we receive the Eucharist. At every Mass, Father Stephen stands at that altar in persona Christi, in the person of Christ, and he offers not only his life but the sacrifice to the Father in heaven. When the words of institution are pronounced over those ordinary elements of bread and wine, they change. The substance of those elements change. We won't see it. We'll see a piece of bread. We'll take a sip and we'll taste a sip of wine. But it is literally the body and blood of Jesus Christ. And we can go back to John's scripture to read the words because Jesus said it was. At the moment that those words of institution are pronounced, Jesus Christ is truly present to us on that altar. And then we receive him with our hand out or our tongue out. We receive Jesus, the very body of Christ and the very blood of Christ. We cannot be closer to Jesus than we are in that moment when we receive him into our very own bodies. And so if we believe that Jesus Christ died and rose, if we believe that Jesus is truly present as if he were standing right here before us in the Eucharist, then you and I are witnesses of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we see it right here at every Mass, this miracle that happens every time we come to Mass. Well, what does that mean for us? What does it mean to have seen 
and tasted and touched the resurrected Christ. Well, we can't help but be changed by the power and presence of Jesus as he offers himself to us in the Eucharist. We are changed in ways that we can't even imagine. We are receiving grace upon grace every time we receive the Eucharist in the Mass. Jesus is changing us little bit by little bit. We receive the grace that we need to overcome sin in our lives. We're strengthened in every Eucharist for the journey that will one day lead us home to the Father. And as St. Paul said so beautifully, it is not just I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. We are forever changed, my brothers and sisters, because Jesus Christ died and rose from the dead, triumphant against sin and death. He conquered it once and for all. So how can you and I be witnesses to the resurrection of Jesus? Well, we can live as Easter people, as people of the resurrection, people who have met Jesus and have known him in the breaking of the bread, just as his disciples did. When you and I give Jesus full reign over our hearts and our lives, he will move powerfully in us and help us to overcome our fears and our doubts and be able to witness to the resurrection to those that we meet. We will be able to love more openly and generously and forgive more generously and willingly because we have first been forgiven by Christ. Imagine someone in your life, someone you know, maybe someone at work, someone in your friendship group, maybe someone in your family, someone who's going from sin to sin, stumbling along those walls in the darkness, living in darkness and in fear, living in the moment, doing what pleases me, not really thinking about eternity, longing for something of meaning, but not knowing where to find it. There are so many brothers and sisters walking around among us who are in this very same state, looking, searching, not knowing where to find it. You and I are called to be witnesses to the resurrection of Jesus Christ, to those whom we meet. And like the woman I met at the jail a few weeks ago, many people are hungry. They don't even know what they're looking for, but they know that they're looking for something. And sometimes God will place those people in our path and we can just have a word with them. Sometimes it's just a smile or a word of encouragement. And God might open that door a little wider to allow us to share a little bit of our testimony with that person if they're willing to listen. The truth is, my brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ is alive and living today and showing himself in the word proclaimed in the breaking of the bread. Amen? Amen. When we encounter Jesus powerfully at every Mass, we are called to go out from this place and share that good news with those that we meet in our lives. My brothers and sisters, you and I are witnesses to the resurrection of Jesus Christ by what we have seen and touched and experienced in our lives. Let us not be afraid today to go out and boldly proclaim that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. Amen.